Hey, everybody, welcome back to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. We are very pleased and proud to be part of the Variety Sports Network. And of course, the show is originating from the Bradshaw Bourbon Studios. Salute. By the way, congratulations to Terry Bradshaw. Um, he was honored at his alma mater, uh, Louisiana Tech. Uh, with a really nice uh, uh, statue down there, and uh, he he was there for kind of the unveiling, and uh, uh, pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. And uh, um, so, congratulations to uh, Terry, and hello everyone that is jumping on the show right now. I have already received text messages. Uh, in fact, I got one an hour ago from Melvin, and he said, "You guys going tonight?" And I said, "Yeah." And so I get back the um, the Judge Smales, well, we're waiting, uh, GIF. Uh, so well, well played, Melvin. Well played. And uh, so anyway, great to see everybody. We uh, well, you know, we got a victory on Monday night, and and at the end of the day, in the National Football League, that's all that matters. But I am going to uh, uh, continue last week's tradition of giving everyone about a 30-second rant. Only 30. Well, I let it go a little bit, especially if it's good. Uh, All right. So in other words, I'm like, um, uh, what's his name on the gong show? Uh, Chuck Barris. Was Chuck Barris. Name? Yeah. Uh, he was also so, a government assassin. Yeah. <laughs> if you believe that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. Uh, but uh, anyway, um, Scarps, I'm starting with you tonight. <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, man, you have been spitting fire since Monday night. And I think you've got a lot to say, my friend. So Melvin. whenever you're ready. Um, this team just annoys the shit out of me in, in many <laughs> different ways. And if not for our outside linebackers who are, did a wonderful job, uh, we would be 0-2. And, and for those saying it, a win is a win, yeah, uh, yes. But 1-1 one and one, is better team, than 0-2. It's, it's better than 0-2, but this team is so terrible. This offense is garbage except for George Pickens. The coordinator sucks. The quarterback we'll talk sucks. Talk about that, Vinny. The revamped O-line. The revamped O-line sucks. Um, our cornerbacks suck. Uh, our inside linebackers suck. Uh, yeah, we're, we are garbage, and uh, we did not deserve to win that game. But you know who didn't deserve to win that game even less? The Browns. Love it. Love it. Uh, yes. Ian, go ahead. All right. There is no selection committee. There is no AP poll in the National Football League. A win is a win any way you can get it. It yep. wasn't pretty. There was a game against the Bengals back in, I think it was 2008 Bengals. or 2010, when the defense scored 14 points, and we won that game as well. I think the defense scored 14. The offense scored 9, yeah. and we won. Um, it was 23 to 9. But at any rate, a win is a win. We got it. The Browns suck. The Cleveland is still Cleveland. And, you know, this game was always going to be decided by which pair of outside linebackers played better. Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith or TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. And one of them, the stats nerds think played better. The other one produced two touchdowns and six sacks. So take your pick. I and, mean, it, is pass them, rush stat really a valid Hold on, stat? hold on. Are you done with your uh, rant, Ian, by the way? Yes. Okay, I, very good. Very for, good. For now. I'll rant more no, later, but for now, more. that is yes. Okay. All right. Then uh, please do. Okay. Well, I, you know, we, we've already hit the highlights here. A win is a win. I agree with Ian. 
Um, you know, it, 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 as, as Mike Tomlin puts it, it's better to learn lessons while you're winning games mm. than while you're losing them. It's a lot more enjoyable. But two things ail this team, okay? Just fucking get it done. I'm not going to sit here and point it. Yes, the offensive line is terrible. The defensive line has not been putting up – has not been putting playing their role. The, the, the inside linebackers, I'm sorry. I'm not – I'm not happy. I'm not. Even Quan Alexander – Dude, you looked like you were going to light the world on fire in the preseason. So far, not that impressed. Kind of wondering why, you know, Robertson's not getting any, any, any snaps. Robertson, excuse me. Um, but what this team needs to do, two things to right the ship. Run the fucking ball better and stop the run. They've given up 188 yards and 198 yards in back-to-back weeks. And they can't run the ball for shit. If they fix those two things... Just those. They've got a chance, but they've got to fix that, and they got to do it quick because they got Josh Jacobs next week, and he had nine carries for negative two yards last week. The Steelers can't stop the run. You know they're going to try and get him going this week against the Steelers, given the fact that they're playing a soft defense that can't stop the run. They are. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I, I You know, when you look at that schedule and you see how poor Jacobs has been, uh, you know, especially last week, I think he was, what, minus yardage? He was, um, he was nine carries for negative two yards. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're going to try to get him going. Yep. Uh, you can say what you want about Josh McDaniels, but he, he, he knows how to play the Steelers. He's done it many, many times before. Fuck that which, guy. Well, well, there's going to be a lot of fuck that guy tonight. I can tell you that right now. Um, but be that as it may, uh, yeah, got the win. We're one and one, and now we go to uh, Vegas. We'll we'll talk more about that game in a little bit. Uh, Ian, l- let me ask you: What is the number one problem, in your opinion, related to why is the running game not working? And it's and I know it's far more than just saying the O line stinks. There, there's there's something that's going on or not going on. All right, since. Our friends in the chat love it when I give a huge nerd answer. That's what I'm going to give. Um, the <laughs> The blocking scheme is way too complicated. You've got – they're not just lining up and blocking the guys in front of them. You've got guys pulling. You've got guys going this way and that way. You've got guys running into each other. They need to simplify things up front. And I feel like I've said this each year, the last three years, like right around this time of year, mm-hmm. that they're trying to do stuff that's way too complicated. And – they got it together last year. So, like, right. I know Pat Meyer can coach, and, and I think they can get there, but you've got, you know, you, one only one new piece this year, really, right. as a starter. Only one new piece is Sam Allo. Right. Um, But whatever they're running up there with, you know, take that third and, and short play where you've got, like, guys pulling this way, Darnell Washington coming back around. It was just a mess up front in front of, Pickett, who's running some kind of read option with guys running every which oh way in front God. of them. But it, I thought it was running a, Darnell Washington on the counter was actually a good idea. It's just Pickett didn't actually hit the hole it, like he was supposed it, to. It was, yeah, but it's it's way too complicated up front for for the uh, level of success they're having. If they were having more success, you could run that kind of stuff. But you need to have baseline success of line that's, up and block the guy. In that's front a of pretty you. simple counter, man. It really is. I mean, the, the one guy on the end is let free, and you've got another guy pulling across the formation that takes him out. They've run that thing for years. The only guy that that has an assignment that's that's a good distance away from him is that that the guy who pulls, and in this mm-hmm. case, it was Washington. Mm-hmm. And he made the block to his credit. He did. But, 
but what I'm saying is it's to to fix the running game, right? There's multiple components. There's what's going on up front. Are you blocking the guys you're supposed to? There is the running back seeing the hole and hitting the hole and reading what's happening in front of them. And it just looks way too complicated right now. Like it looks like the who Najee or Jalen or whoever is second guessing because they don't know where guys are supposed to go or supposed to be. Guys aren't executing their assignments up front. It just it it looks way is, too complex. Is that right what's now. wrong with Najee? Or and I, I'm gonna let's get to him in a minute. To, I, to scarps here. I, when yeah, I, say this. I just I, I want to make a quick comment. Thank you for the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, to me, you simplify things up front and you know block the guy in front of you. Let your running back read and hit the hole and not have to worry about who's supposed to be pulling around. Who am I following? All that stuff. We and and and, and that's a short term fix. You can get to the complicated stuff later, but. Be, it's like in hockey. They say like sometimes the simple play is the best play. Like just dump it in, chase it, go get the puck. Like you don't have to try and do something fancy. I hear what you're saying, and I, I don't disagree with you. But but the Raiders run a lot of stunts, and if you're trying to gap block against a team that runs stunts, it becomes more difficult. So you've got to account for that, um, and you got to keep them guessing as to what you're going to do as well, so that they don't run as many friggin' stunts that, that are difficult for you to defeat i i you know i'll go back to my uh prestigious high school coaching career um and and talks of offensive line play well one of the things that we did was occasionally what ian's getting at sometimes you just got to stop the pulling and the trapping bullcrap and you just got to say we're going man on man Okay. You can and, do that in high school, but you can't on this level. No, no, no. I'm I'm just making the analogy I get that, that 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 sometimes you use you, you go back to kind of bare bones and then you build it back, and, okay. and it, it feels like that's what they need to do at times. Maybe it's just too much. Uh, I agree with you, Ben. That that the the counterplay that was run, I, I that's something we've done for years, um, and it was a good call. Yeah, and and the guy, the, the ball carrier was the problem. Pickett should have run inside between Chukes and Washington, and he would have gotten it. It was two yards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scarps, uh, did you did you have a comment? I thought you were going to say something before I. No, I, I just you know, I... Najee. No, that, that we'll get to him in a second. But yeah. you know, I, going back to last year, and Ian, you're talking about like they got it right towards the end of the year. Okay. So let's put this in context. They were six and one in their final seven games, uh, and they ran the ball extremely well in that after that bye week. But only one of the defenses that they faced finished in the top half of rushing defense, and that was the Ravens. Everybody else was like 18th and worse in those right. final six games. So like, I, like, and then and yeah, I mean like. Th- that context matters. Like, yes, the, you know, that game at Baltimore, they had almost 200 rushing yards, but I don't know. Is that the fluke? I don't know. But I just like this, whatever happened, at, whatever happened in that bye week and whatever happened in the preseason, the Kool-Aid tasted so good. And in these two weeks, it was tasty. They are so bad. And, and, yeah, I know they lost Cam, but their defense is not good either. So do not be, do not read too much into this whole one and one thing. Because how many times did the Browns have a chance to like? Even we could not put them away the other night. 
like gifted a gifted a pick six on the first play of the game, and it was literally just it was just it was we, it was awful. Yeah, but we couldn't put him away because because the offense could only put up twelve points. I get the, yeah, but like but I mean, I thought yeah. this offense was going to be so great. Yeah, man. defense they're, fourteen, they're offense they're, twelve. They're, they're not. I mean, they put up nineteen points on the on the season. They're they're not good. <laughs> no, I, I, so. To to build off of what Scarps is saying there a little bit, I, I I mean I don't think you can ignore those factors that what we were paying, um, or excuse me, what we were playing last year was was not great, uh, and we just played two of the better defenses in the league, and so I, I think you have to take that oh, into account. Uh, but but now we're playing a defense that it's not good. It's not good. They got um, one guy. Right. And so I, I think this is kind of where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. And yeah. um, this was also one of those defenses in that list that, that Scarves was talking about. They need um, to step up. Yeah. Yeah. They, they uh, need to step up this week. Big time. So going back to one of the original points, Najee Harris. <sighs> can I do this? What's that? So can I do this? Yes. Please. And then afterward, you know, Scarves can go ahead and rant. It'll be fine. Yeah. Najee has no burst. I, I I suspected that Najee was in decline at the end of last year. Now I'm fucking certain. I mean, it's it's day and night when you look at the way that a guy like Jalen Warren, who was undrafted, runs away from defenders. And then you look at Najee Harris, who's a first-round pick, and you're like, okay, Najee, you're still strong, and I'm sure you still have good hands, and you're capable, and you're smart, and everybody likes you. You're a good dude. Yeah, but that doesn't win football games. Nope. I, nope. He's not getting another contract. And, you know, when he came out of Alabama, we talked about this. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm healthy. I'm good. No worries. Blah, blah, blah. Saban runs the wheels off those guys. Yeah, some of those guys yep. come out. There are some exceptions, but by sure. and large, those guys that come out, you know, you you get four or five years out of them and that's it i don't even know if we're gonna get four out four good years out of Najee right now yeah ian what yes the offensive line's terrible too well yeah ian what are you seeing with with harris i'm seeing second guessing i'm i I agree about the no burst that he's just not he's not hitting the hole hard and strong but even on you know like some of those swing passes and things like that. When he gets to the outside, he he does. He, and he's never, he's never run away from people, even no, when, no. you know, um, he's never been that guy. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with Ben that last year, the word we always use for Jalen Warren was decisive, that he was a decisive runner mm-hmm, and that made him mm-hmm. look quicker this year. He's got friggin' burst. Like you can tell whatever work Jalen Warren put in, in the off season, like he looks faster out mm-hmm. there. And, and and he just makes plays when the ball's in his hand. He converted a third down where he had three defenders between him and the yeah. first down line, and he somehow got there. Like, this offense, and that's one of the biggest things ailing this team, too. This offense cannot sustain drives. We can't even pick up first downs. Nope. Forget about touchdowns. I mean, yes, we want to score touchdowns, but, like, we got to get first downs. We got to keep the defense off the field. We're getting crushed in time of possession. Our defense is out there for freaking ever. We got to, and that's what a good running game can do for you. You, you get those first downs, you keep drives rolling, you establish that rhythm and that momentum, and you just wear the other team down. Uh, 
So I, what I'm hearing is we all seem to be pretty much on board with the fact that Najee uh, is is struggling in terms of the lack of burst. We like what we see from Warren a little bit. So, Scarps, uh, <laughs> what would you do in this situation? Would you start giving Jalen Warren a few more carries? Uh, what would you do here? Well, I would stop drafting running backs in the first round. That, that was not my question, young man. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you, no I, I, well, so, okay, I, I'm done with, I am done with 22 and I've been done with 22 and I was, I was done with him even after he had that nice second half last This is what year. I was looking for. Thank he, you. He, I'm done with him. He's, he's, he sucks. It was a wasted first round pick. I don't want to steal all the Casey's thunder, but it was a terrible first round pick. You got a guy, a rookie free agent, Jalen Warren, who is more decisive, faster, stronger. Fucking that dude hits people. Najee don't hit anybody. He maybe hurdles over them or like tries to stiff arm him like he's Derrick Henry, even though he wishes he was Derrick Henry. And I wish he was Najee's Derrick pretty Henry. strong. I'll, I'll give him that. Strong, that dude. That's strong, really dude. bullshit. If he would have caught that same pass Jalen Warren did, he would have went down right away. Jalen Warren has will and heart yeah. and determination, much like the Steelers first round pick out of the University of Pittsburgh. But anyway, back to Naj. <laughs> I'm done with him. But the one thing I will say about it is that Canada like gives him these plays and he's running like east and west, which makes no sense to me. Like, like if the dude just ran straight ahead and got a couple yards, I wouldn't hate him as much. But like Canada doesn't do him any favors. The line doesn't do him any favors, but I'm just I'm I'm done with him. So he doesn't do what you're saying. Like many, like many people on the Steelers, besides TJ Watt and Highsmith and probably Cam and Pickens, nobody does it does anything that wows me. By the way, what the hell was that move that Pickens made? I mean, he he looked like he was trying to jump up on the on the back of a horse or something. (laughs) What the hell was that? I mean, I I mean, let's let's be real. Good. I, he he is a like he's renowned for um, almost making people guess what he's gonna do. Yeah, like he's he's this kid who is never the same, and he's like he's wacky, and he's like, yeah, that, if I do this, people never know what I'm gonna do next. Well, the and they're always guessing. They're hysterics. like, what do I do? What do I do? Yeah. You know, what's this guy gonna do? Is he gonna try and go around me? Is he gonna come straight at me? What? What? You know, it, it's all of it, and he's just he's playing little mind games with people when he pulls shit like that. But yeah, I wish he would have tried to avoid the guy rather than jumping into his arms. Right. That was very bizarre. Uh, To the point about him though, we saw what happens when you get him the ball in space. Hmm. Um, We, we are very, yeah, we're very used to just seeing him run, run the go on the sideline and he makes a spectacular catch and goes down. Now we saw him be able to uh, move just a little bit. Uh, That has to be something they're going to build on Ian. Really? Don't you think Uh, you would hope hope so, but it all goes back to, if you run the ball well, you can run play action. Then you can get more time mm. to throw those kind of passes because Pickett actually looked okay when they ran those couple play action passes and he had time to, you know, kind of survey the field. Actually, mm-hmm. I thought Pickett's best throw was that 10 yard out on third down to Calvin Austin that he fit in right in, right yeah. outside the defender. Like that was a great throw. But oh, oh boy, what a what a throw! That's I gonna mean, get us there. I, I'm being a dick, Ian, but like yeah. that, that's literally like what for we're for him that was his best throw. 
I it was mean, his he, best throw. Are you like but, and like? What, are, are we really? Are we really yeah. gonna like like like? That's how bad. That's how bad yeah. it is that we're, right. we're looking bad. at a ten. That, that is how bad it no, is. I, no, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna be straight and, with you. I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it. Uh, like one ten, one out of every ten of Kenny's throws right now is is money. One, ten yeah. percent. Dude has got to get that up to like fifty percent. He's an NFL starter. He's got. I mean, you know, then you. you I saw something the other day, and it was, it was Ben 2007, okay? So this is, like, prime Ben, yeah. entering his prime Ben. Right, right. A fucking 25-yard out, oh, on the yeah. move, on a rope. I was just like, where is that guy? How do we draft him? My God. <laughs> we we were so lucky for so many years. I know. Um, and Pickett, Pickett is struggling right now. I mean, he yeah. can't part of the part of the problem that they're having with the passing game, since we're going there now, yep. is they they're running routes and concepts that Pickett can't throw. Pickett can't throw a slant route. He's not completed a successful slant route this year. It's been either behind a guy at a guy's feet, intercepted. Like he can't throw a slant route. And and those slants, those in cuts, like the the touchdown to Pickens was a, a either deep in or post, whatever you want to call it. Um, but nevertheless, they also had another receiver clearing out the high safety to give Pickens the space to come in underneath that. So and Pickett, to his credit, stood in there, took a hit to make the throw, which you have to do as an NFL starter. But nevertheless, you know the part of the problem too, like. You know, I saw someone say in the chat that like Pickens needs 15 targets a game. I don't disagree with that. But if you're throwing slant routes to him and Kenny can't throw a slant, then like you're you're kind of wasting throws there. You got to find throws that Kenny can make or teach Kenny how to throw a friggin slant route. What about (laughs) moving the pocket a little bit? They could do that too. I I mean, I mean, yeah, even when he has a clean pocket, he bails. It's like the problem. He, in, in Big Ben's burner, you know I love you, my man, but like you're saying like Pickett is Kenny Pickett's Jordan Ad. What who gives a shit about Jordan Addison? This isn't Pitt anymore. Like like I I just don't get this whole like like th- it's like this like like Pickett was good at a senior year at Pitt, so therefore he should be he should be like he should be good in the pros. Like th- like we just said he the guy can't throw a slant. Like that 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 should have been an easy walk and touchdown for DJ against the Niners. Yeah, and like he threw won. it at his ass, like behind his ass. And it's like, how does that even happen? Like Big Ben's burger. I'm you know I love you. I'm just saying that like like just because he was good with Jordan Addis, it doesn't mean he's gonna be with good good with George Pickens. I mean, how many times has he missed George Pickens? Or how many times has he ran a ran George Pickens ran a go and it's five yards out of bounds? Like I just I, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I, I do want to mention. I'm frustrated. That, if anybody, can tell. yeah, <laughs> I, I just want to mention that Kenny uh, Kenny Pickett is from Pitt. Um, I, I, I want to mention. I want to that. mention that that Kenny Pickett has acknowledged that he sucks, and then he needs to get better. He is and saying everything that he should be saying. He is he, saying everything that he needs to be he saying. He knows and, he's struggling. Yeah. Um. And and it cannot be easy for him because uh. Well, obvious. That's but the I, job. Would any of you suggest, and again, a lot of this is, is predicated on the lack of, of pass blocking consistently, run blocking consistently, but but do any of you think that that they still kind of have a, a very firm grasp, the, the pulling the reins on him still, 
between Tomlin and Canada? Are, are they are they still not really letting Kenny be Kenny? I have two thoughts here. One, sorry, I'm talking a lot, so I'll shut up after no. this. But one is they talked about it today, and somebody asked Matt Canada today if Kenny had the ability to audible at the line because it really doesn't look like he does. Or if he does, he's not comfortable doing it because right. he's not changing things at the line. He gets up there. He looks at the defense. He's like, all right, you're coming in motion. Let's go. All right, we're snapping the ball. Like He's not changing things at the line. Um, so I don't know if that's, he doesn't have the ability to it. Or he doesn't trust himself or what it is. The other thing is, and we talked about this last year, did they get, and we know Tomlin is a very conservative coach in the sense that he hates turnovers. He wants ball control, all that mm-hmm. did, did Kenny's early turnovers last year, make them coach the aggressiveness out of him and be like, you have to not turn the ball over. Is he? Does he still have that voice in the back of his head being like, oh, should I make this risky throw? I might turn it over. Maybe I'll just take the safe one instead. And as an NFL quarterback, you can't have that. I don't know. I'm just speculating. Right. But I'm I'm worried that they coach the aggressiveness out of him. That's because, exactly why I asked the question. Because, yeah, because I, I get that feeling a little bit. Burner's okay. point over in the chat is right. He was a lot more aggressive his senior year at Pitt. <laughs> than he's been really since his first couple games. As a he Steelers. was a lot more aggressive last year late in the season than he is right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Let's yeah. be frank. No, I think the okay. offensive line got their shit together and they were communicating and they were working well together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the last half of the season last year. And as you pointed out earlier, Ian, they had one starter, one, mm-hmm. who was a stud in yeah. Philly. He was. Um, which reminds me. Mason Cole, um, not playing well, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Our center needs to fucking step his game up. And I don't know if the, if the issue is communication or what's going on there, but he's allowing way too much pressure right up the gut. I just gonna, that is a problem. To me, to me, it's just he's he's being physically beaten. Yes. I mean, I, I, communication could be part of it, but, I mean, he is just physically getting beaten. And, well, and, and just him. There's there's a lot. There's been oh, a lot no. of pressure up the middle, and right. and when you have pressure up the middle, you don't have a pocket. No, no. Why that's not? why I was talking earlier about moving the pocket a little bit. But one quick, gotta, just yeah. just get one quick thing back to Pickett is that, um, you know, you're you're all pro uh, outside linebacker, one of the best defensive players in the game. Um, is it's his seventh year in the league already. You don't know how much longer he has in this in this league. Never won a playoff game. You're all pro safeties. Never won a playoff game. Cam Hayward's only won one playoff game. The window for these dudes to capitalize is closing. So you draft a quarterback in the first round, the most pro ready. And oh, I kept hearing he's not a game manager. Pro ready give- is not ready. Okay, most pro ready is not ready. So everybody's like, he's not he's not just a game manager. Hell, I would take him right now just to be a game manager. Exactly. Like, and and he's not. If and he if was that, Kirk Cousins, if, I'd be like, great. Kirk yeah. Cousins, Kirk Cousins. It, it, people say that like we're, we want to compare him to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a really good quarterback. Like, yeah, like not. he has a huh. He's a mid. He's a mid quarterback. He's a mid starter. Kirk Cousins has never had a top fifteen defense while he's been at Minnesota. He, he's way better than that. Kenny Pickett right now. And well, Minnesota's defense is playing really well this year. Well, really well. Yeah. 
Another I wonder what would have happened porch. if we would have kept that guy. The guy who left? What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> anyway, get back to Pickett. Yeah. Get back to Pickett. If, if you drafted him and you're purposely holding him back because you're scared that he's going to turn the ball over or whatever, like, like you might as well just give up. Like, I know, I know franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees and you just had one of the best to ever do it. Um, but like, what are you really doing for your organization? But then again, you kept Matt Canada and you gave Ben Matt Canada in his final year. Why don't you just keep Randy around for another year? If you knew Ben was going to be done. It's like, then I just, this organization has made some really, really weird decisions over the past couple years. And the sunshine crew just sits there and says, Oh, I'm going to bow at the black and gold altar because everything that they say and do is wonderful and right. It's not, there's clearly something going on and you know what? We'll never know the answers. And I know some of the people still involved in making the decisions and I'm getting a hunch of of who's involved and whatnot. And if that's, if that, like, if those people really are doing this, then shame on them because they're what they have a loser mentality. Were you were you possibly just releasing a little inside information there? It's not even inside information. I okay. mean, I, 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 I know. I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I mean, I work there with Omar, but, Art, and Tomlin, and right. those guys have a lot yeah. of power. Yeah. And oh I, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Uh, fucking Mike Sullivan isn't calling the shots or Frisman Jackson. So it's like, right. No, I, I was just curious if maybe you were, uh, you know, uh, no, I, I just, uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I just like, you know, let's, let's, let's just be real. It floats out there. Like if, you know, if, if, if it's, if he's on staff because he gave Tomlin's son a scholarship I mean, let's be honest. Have the Steelers not ever given jobs to their friends that, before, or or done favors for other people? Like, like, nep- like, nepotism. how many? How many? Yeah, just like, yeah. Like, fuck. Let me uh, let me shift gears here a little bit. Um, what did you guys think of the way that ESPN handled uh, the Nick Chubb injury? How they handled it? Well, I really haven't been paying attention. Uh, basically, uh, you know, he, he got hit and, and I don't know about you guys, but the angle I had on TV, I, I saw he was, uh, engaged with a defensive player. I saw Minka come flying in and the next thing, you know, I hear, uh, Joe Buck basically saying, uh, yeah, okay. That's not good. We're not going to show that. And then you could hear the whole crowd just go, Oh, so you knew it was bad. Um, but did, did you guys, Ian, did, did you think they handled that, you know, maybe too conservatively because people were oh, like, not, not showing it, you mean? Right, right. I thought it was fine. Actually, I thought it was, was respectful um, because yeah, there have yeah. been times where guys have had really gruesome injuries and they've shown it like mm-hmm. over and over again on TV. And like thinking back to like when Ryan Shazier got hurt, like they showed him like, with that hit and collapsing a bunch of times. Yes. And it's like, we don't need to see that. There, you know, there was some value in that, in my opinion. Was, but, but the other thing, too, in is... The moment. Yeah, it, it, yeah the, the other thing, too, though, is like, you know, everybody has social media. If you wanted to see it, it was out there. Yeah, I was, I was watching it. it within 10 seconds. I was just going to oh, say, within easy. seconds, it was... Easy. I, was yeah. I was watching yeah. it on Twitter within seconds, and I was like, oh, my God, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I, I did think it was respectful of, of Chubb and of, you know, the, the 
way it played out that they kind of yeah. just were like, no, we're not going to show this on TV, which is fine. Yeah. Um, that said, you know, after watching the game again, because I hate myself and have to put myself <laughs> through that, um, after watching it again, me too. There, that was not the only time that a Steelers defensive back tried to go low to tackle a Browns running back. Right. And and here's what I'll say. Chubb's a big dude. If if you're a defensive back and try and tackle him high, he's going to run you over or juke you, and yeah. you're going to miss and not make the tackle. So yeah. for a smaller guy, it whether it's a cornerback, a safety, whether it's Minka, whether it's KZ, whether it's somebody else, like going low towards the ankles is the best way to trip up a bigger back. Like you're not yeah. going to take them on chest to chest. Vince that, Williams, Vince said it on yeah. Twitter. He said, I dare you go high on Nick Chubb. See what happens. Yeah, no. You know? and, and, and the thing, the thing with Chubb is, is not just that he's a big dude. It's that he's a big dude. And he's also bottom heavy that he, yeah. the, the guy's Thick. all legs. Thick. The guy is all legs. If you go at his thighs and try and tackle him, he will shake you off as yep. he did many times in that game to Steelers defenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is yeah. what he does. He runs straight forward, runs right through you, and, runs through your I, tackle. I mean, Mark Mark criticized him earlier this week for arm tackling. Uh, I don't know how much of that was arm tackling or how much of that was Chubb. I'm going to be frank. If I mean that so, that dude just makes plays. Well, it, yeah, it wasn't just Chubb they were arm tackling and failing on though. I mean, it was yeah, some other and, guys and, too. And Joku, yeah, I um, saw the same thing. I, and, and as far as the hit itself, I see some people had uh, some comments in there. It, look, it, you can't go high anymore, and and yeah. so you got to go low. And and I'm sorry these things happen. I like Nick Chubb a lot. Um, I, I think it was I think it was a perfect storm of of him being engaged. Uh, with another defender and very vulnerable, and and Minka at had the an end open of the shot, day, you know. At the end of the day, you have to make those decisions very quickly in the NFL because mm-hmm. of the speed of the game. Mm-hmm. You have to commit to whatever it is you decide you're going to do. When Minka went low, he didn't realize Holcomb had him high. Right. Mm-hmm. I, right. Okay. That's it. And and I, I'm sure he wishes he could have that play back. I'm sure he does. But he can't. No, you can't. And his job was to keep him from getting to the end zone. Yes. And, and that's what he was doing. Scarps? I, I'm not going to say it was dirty. I, I'm not going to say it was dirty. Mm-hmm. I just, if, if go back and look at, go back and look at how did. he did it. He didn't leave, like, he like, like rolled and went in with his back. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it was a, with his side. Yeah. It was yeah. like a very, yeah. it was like a very weird sort of. Yeah, it like wasn't I, a it wasn't knees, a classic shoulder first. No, like, and, tackle. and and what yeah. I'm saying is is if Holcomb okay, so if Holcomb doesn't get the Chubb and Minka does that, Chubb's in the end zone. Yeah. So I just yeah. think it was like I think it was a Minka's not making that tackle. I, I, I like, don't think that I don't think that Chubb would have gotten into the end zone, but he would have gotten a couple more yards. For sure. But um, the fact that the fact that he was engaged and Minka did that, that's yeah. the perfect storm. I, yeah, I exactly, like, exactly. It's, but it's it, like, it, again, it's a speed of the game thing. I don't want to go keep going back to bang bang play, but that's that's kind of what mm-hmm. I saw. It was My, just it was those things happen so quickly, and you have to commit to what it, whatever it is you're going to do in that moment. And just, the, the, did you see where where Chubb's knee actually was against Minka when he dislocated it? It was against his waist. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was nasty. Did, did, then, did they, did, Ryan? I'll, I'll let you finish. I, yeah. Did they come up with a, a full uh, diagnosis of what the injuries were to his knee yet? I don't know if they did full diagnosis. Um, yeah, I have knee, dislocated knee and torn PCL is what I saw last. Okay. But they're waiting for the swelling to the go swelling's down. Swelling's got to go down so that they can actually go in and do the surgery. Right. And and when they get in there, they'll they'll really know yep. what's going on at that point. Yeah. yeah. All um, my just just my last thing, and I just want you know, I just. I just want Steelers fans to understand that last preseason, there was a cut block on TJ and TJ didn't miss any time. And Steelers fans got yep. so pissed off and they're like, Oh, the dirty play, take it out of the game. That's not a le- That's not an illegal play either. Right. So, in the box. Box. so, yep. so in the so box, much, it's not, I agree with you. So as much as, so I just want to be real as much as we hate Browns fans and they're annoying as hell and they talk shit all week. Yep. If that, if those roles were reversed, and I'm well, not even saying Najee, but if we had Nick Chubb and that happened or that somebody did that to TJ, we would be so pissed off and we'd be saying it's dirty. It just like just like whether sure. it's, whether it's in hockey, when 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 somebody uh, elbows Sid or, or, or vice versa, like oh, yeah. that, that, that's the emotion no. of the moment. Like you're upset about the no, injury. I, you're I you're get it. you're yep. you're upset about the outcome. You're not really upset about what transpired during the play. That's the difference. And yes, Vinny, I agree with you. Uh, people do think that some people do think that 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 Minka faked being injured. Uh, no, that, uh, um, Nick Chubb earhold him with his other knee. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, he was laying on the ground going. Uh, uh, I honestly thought that he was going to end up in, in concussion protocol this week. Did, he, did you guys think well, he probably should have? And maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed to me that the audio on the field was exceptionally sensitive. I mean, I could hear guys moaning and groaning after hits. Like I don't know that I've ever really heard that before. Could you guys pick that up where you were? No. I mean, I, like literally, there were moments. But I, was when, a, I was in a, a right. You're in a people, noisier. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it just struck me as, as odd that they got that kind of close and personal, um, to it. Um, okay. I think we all know that, that Deshaun Watson's a, an asshole, um, two 15, two 15 yard face max penalties. Uh, Fuck he should, guy. should have been thrown out of the game, uh, for engaging the referee the way he did for but, putting his uh, hands somewhere. Putting his hands in the ref. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I saw. Uh, Richard Deach of The Athletic, he does a great job covering the media and stuff. He interviewed some people in, in the league office, and they flat out admitted, we're not going to throw him out of the game for that. We He's a star. He, he's a quarterback. We got to keep him in the game. And you Which, can't tell oh, sorry, so Dad, yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. I'm done. Well, no, ahead, and and you can't you can't tell me it's not all about ratings well, and ratings well, equal money. Yeah, it is because no if they doubt. throw Deshaun Watson out of the game, that game's over. Yep. They need him in that game to yep. because because he's their best. He's their best. And and look at even even through all the bullshit we had to deal with, they they were they were on the move driving to win yeah. the game. And yeah. like if they throw him out at that moment, that's not good because people no. like that, that's not good for ratings. And he deserved it though. Well, and, he and did. There's no, there's no dude question. has got a temper that there's he, no question he, that he, he needs to it. he needs to take care of. He needs to get and, that shit in check. And and I will say the first the first one to me. The first one to me, I actually laughed about because he did it. it he, he did it in a way where if the ref wasn't in the right position, he made it look like yes, he was grabbed. Like he yes. grabbed it and then I like thought. pulled it down. And like yep. 
Like he, he, he looked at him and he said, he grabbed my arm. Yes. What? So, like, so you grabbed his face mask as in response? It was a, shut the fuck up. But 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 until they slowed it down, I was like, it looked like they grabbed his face mask. So like, it's whatever. But like that dude, in in my opinion, that dude is frustrated for a variety of reasons. Very much um, so. And um, you know, and I and and you're gonna you're gonna say oh you're gonna say this and I'm, I, and I do feel bad because I think Kevin Stefanski's a good coach. I think he did good with Baker. He did good with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. But then Jimmy Haslam sold his soul to get Deshaun Watson. And Deshaun Watson does not like Kevin Stefanski. And that that's 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 oil and or water and oil. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. yeah, I think yep. you're onto something. Here's you a guy of... that puts oil and vinegar on a salad. Vinegar. <laughs> um, let me I like take a, sandwiches. a quick time yeah. out because a very important question was asked uh, right there. What's everyone drinking tonight? Uh, Melvin was courteous enough I'm to. Almost Almodelo uh, Negra. Oh, very nice. Uh, he he texted me his uh, beverage of the evening. He's he's got the old uh, Glenlivet. Uh, let me oh, let me yeah. see. Yeah, Triple, Melvin Glenlivet. Well, what's he got here? Four Triple cask <laughs> matured single malt Scotch whiskey. Man, that's the only mature thing happening on this show. Hey, yeah, Melvin, absolutely. And the Melvin fact Mark that anybody went ahead and he he forwarded that text to us. Yeah, Triple the fact that anybody would mature. drink that fine of a booze on this show, uh, I feel honored. You know, um, I, I think that there are a number of times that, that people on this show are drinking really good stuff. I think so, too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like, I mean, even just, like, obviously, the Bradshaw bourbon, well, which we all love. And which um, we are getting very low on. Oh, I know. I need to get another one home, too. Uh, uh, uh. Um, I, have, I have a full bottle of uh, batch number one, but I'm not drinking it. Don't touch it. Yep. Nope. <clears throat> Maybe someday, someday we'll get Terry to autograph those for us or something. Uh, I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, we. I'm. I've. I've seen a number of of uh, of times where people were drinking really good stuff as they were listening. Good. To the show. And I, 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 I appreciate you know, that. Makes that. Me happy. That makes. I think me it's happy. it's kind of reflective of the whole um, quality over quantity thing, you know that that people do as they get older. Oh, you know, except yeah. for Scarbs, he's still drinking oh. the White Claw. White Claw yeah, Surge, I'm sorry. Not White tonight, man. Surge. White Claw Surge? Surge. Is that a thing? Eight percenters. Oh. oh. So, since we're cheersing everyone, I want to cheers. Our... The Red Solo Cup. I love it. Let's have a party. This is the this is the Redemption Rye. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I've I got love some that, of that shit. over there. Yeah. That's so good. delicious. I got I to gotta get some more. Um, I got some of that, too. Cheers to all of our fans that are engaging with us. You know, Hell yes. Everybody. Steelers Absolutely. Freak, Big Ben's Burner. We love you all. Jen, Melvin, Vinny. Uh, you guys yeah. ask really Sorry, good questions. Aaron. Really um, good points every week. Yeah, that's and that's what we love be. about you. You all know who you are, and you all make this special. But cheers. Uh, indeed, and I'm just going to finish pouring this. I think this is my last Southern tier. I oh, have yeah. to get some more. I've got uh, Sam Adams Southern Oktoberfest. Man. Oh, that's right. The is that what's in your keg? Is on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go refill in a second. I got yeah, a couple quick thoughts too. on the defense. Um, go for before it. we move on to the Raiders game here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the the Browns have a their tackles aren't great. Like they had a rookie starting as TJ Watt. They had, you know, Jedrick Wills, who Alex Highsmith has always dominated throughout his career, but their, their interior line is actually decent. Like they have good guards and Montrevious Adams just ate those guys for lunch on passing plays. He struggled a little on rundowns, mm-hmm. but Montrevious Adams was all over the place. Larry Ogunjobi played a great game. 
for how many snaps he had to play in the absence of Cam Hayward. Um, DeMarvin Leal had a sack and um, oh, who am I forgetting? Somebody else in there had, a, had some nice. Oh, Keanu, Keanu, Keanu Benton. Yeah, Liao had a sack, had some quality sacks, yep. and Keanu Benton um, had a couple flashes too. So I, I thought our defensive line, like despite giving up a lot in the run game, and mm-hmm. some of that is just Chubb being a really good back, and for sure, well, Jerome Ford bouncing that one around <sighs> the end, which second week in a row we gave up like a sixty-plus yard run. Wallace. What the fuck? Yeah. At any rate, our our defensive line guys had some nice reps without Cam Hayward in there, and. So especially, especially in pass rush situations that they made Deshaun Watson's life uncomfortable. They missed some sacks too, yeah. but they, they made his life uncomfortable, um, which was, was good to see. They obviously need to clean some stuff up in the run defense. I'd like to see Mark Robinson get some snaps. I think Ben referenced that early. Yeah. I mean, Robinson, our best run defender has zero snaps. Someone in the chat said i'd like to see i'd like to see mark Ro- or i'd like to see vince williams on the team again and be like we have a guy like that his name's mark yeah. robinson he's just not yeah. getting any snaps Speak, um speaking of Ian, yeah. you know who's whose revenge game it is bobby spillane that's bobby right spillane. the hvac man that's right he's that is a good segue <laughs> well i do want to finish with one thing left from the browns game yeah. oh uh, presley harvin great game yeah yes he did about it yeah. he was he was like on the edge man i don't know how much longer he was going to keep that job at least in my opinion i know it doesn't mean anything but he I, I did he think, had a great game great game yeah, I, I don't think that he would have gotten cut no I, I but think... a lot of oh man but I, I thought that he did a great job on that hold on the 50-yard field goal too that was a Fuck low snap yes. Um, and so, yeah, shout out. To and that a lot guy. of that is, you know, as, as Ian has pointed out multiple times in this show over and over again, the punter is also the holder for our place kicker. And if, if you're good at that, they take that into consideration. Yeah. Um, Vinny brought up, uh, Gunnar Olszewski, uh, fuck ben, that guy. Ben, would you have any comments on Gunnar? You Olszewski? Know, I might, that's, that was a fucking waste of $2 million. He fucking sucks. I have no sympathy for him. When he got hurt, I was like, you're a douchebag. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I'm like, <laughs> what What does he actually fucking bring to the game? What does he do? Oh, man, that hit soft, hurt me, man. When he got popped, golden I was locks. like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like um, all of it, like protect the fucking ball. I mean, if, D, if DJ starters, wasn't, but... if DJ wasn't hurt, would he still be on the roster right now? Yeah. Yeah. Really? He he apparently he would because somebody likes him and they want to keep him around for a while. And you oh. know, it's like because he can he can do multiple things. Like he's a returner and also a white. He's a fucking terrible receiver. When he returns kicks, he fucks them up and lets them, just let's let the goddamn ball go out of bounds, you fucking asshole. What was he thinking? I have no fucking idea. And then they asked Tomlin about that this, this week, and he said he said, no, I have not asked him. Sometimes I don't ask questions because I don't want excuses. The, the only thing I could think of about uh, two points real quick. I'll get back to Gunner, but Presley Harvin had a great game. But did, did you guys know, did you guys realize that Tomlin punted four times in, within in the 50-yard line of the yeah, Browns? Yeah. 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 But it I was mean, all fourth and 10 and fourth and 12. Like, but I'm, right? just say, yeah. I'm just saying that, like, 
and, and the first thing I was like, I was like, let me just let me just double check to make sure that it, he was uh, he wasn't living in his fears. But yeah, they were all they were all they were all pretty far. But they were all they were all like close to the fifty or on yep. the other side of the fifty. And Harvin did a great job when he was in that position. Um, that that was the thing that was the like only dude. How did you like the one yard line? That was nuts. You, nuts. Wow. Yeah, just real quick before you add that comment, could you explain why uh, Bobby Spillane is the HVAC man? He's it's just Robert Spillane just sounds like a Pittsburgh name that it's really good at fixing you if your heater and air conditioner or something goes wrong. <laughs> and he kind of looks like that too. And he looks like it. He's I mean he's, you know he's may you know he looks like a guy that probably played some high school football, maybe yep. some college ball, but never made it to the big leagues. And um, he comes to your house, he fixes your your HVAC system, he gets you up and running, uh, teaches you some tips and tricks and techniques, and then he talks Steelers football with you. Um, then getting back to Gunner, the only yeah. thing I could think of, and uh, is that he thought, and and this is still a rule, like it, like it's always on the like top ten heads up plays or whatever. Where like if you go out of bounds and you like touch the ball while it's still in bounds, it's it's a touchback, or no, right. I'm sorry, it's I'm sorry, yeah. it's a it's an illegal procedure penalty. It's like kicking it out of bounds. Do you know what I'm talking about? Which was what we wanted. Right. We okay, wanted so, them to kick it out of bounds. So, right. like, you guys know what I'm talking about, though? Like, if 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 you go out of bounds and you touch and you stay out of bounds and you touch the ball while it's in the field of play, Correct. that's the same as a kicker kicking it out of bounds. That's the only thing I can think that he was thinking. But all he had to fucking do is let the ball just <laughs> sail yeah. out of bounds. You right. know what I mean? Like, it, was it wasn't easily even going out of bounds in the first place. I just, I mean, look. We all have brain farts in life, but man, what a horrible time to have one. And you know um, what? And and I've and and, and I, I'm just gonna say this. And I know you, I know I know he's the fucking the you know Darth Vader or whatnot. But like, very rarely does Belichick make a mistake when it comes yeah. to letting players go, right? And and he liked that guy, and obviously it didn't work out. And I bet you the Steelers were like, oh, here's a you know now here's a guy, <laughs> yeah, here's a guy. They couldn't cut it in New England. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, you know, in in Kevin's defense, Kevin Colbert, who I'm speaking of, um, the guy was an All Pro returner one year. Yeah, all right, so. Do I think Gunner sucks? Absolutely. Does he bring anything to the offense? Nothing. Zero. Is he a good returner? No, he's not. He's muffed kicks. He's muffed catches on punts. He's fucked up so many times as a special teamer. I have no idea how Danny Smith has any fucking faith in him anymore. The guy fucking sucks flat out. Like every time he gets the ball, I fucking cringe. I'm like, like, why uh, the fuck are we paying this asshole two million dollars to fuck up? Like, okay, I'm I'm calling this out like it's my money. It's not. Why is the team paying him two million dollars, blowing two million dollars in cap money? Yeah. On this fucking asshole, when he he contributes literally, his contributions are negative. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he, they're they're negative contribution. He takes away from the rest of the team. He's that fucking bad. Terrible. Why blocker. the fuck is this guy still on the roster? Why well, he won't? He he's still in protocol, right? Yes, uh, he was. So today. I believe he was today. So he yeah. won't. So he won't get a hat on Sunday. So that means Calvin Austin will get a hat. But you know, it, it, with the way the rules Calvin are Austin now, got a hot last week. Well, he, he, I think no, no, what no, he I meant is as a returner. Returner. Yeah, 
Um, Calvin, Calvin's a little guy. He no, is but little, but I've been Calvin's, impressed with him so far. The way the uh, rules are bars, now, I, especially as a punt returner, catches the ball well. He takes some yeah. shots, gets back up. I, I, I was really afraid he was going to be one of those just you know, go down at a breath and 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 that's it for him. But yeah, I've been impressed. Um. Okay, let's talk who some is, uh, loss. You know, who, you know who Calvin Austin reminds me a little bit of, and, and I'm not saying it's the exact same. Billy but... White Shoes Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> No idea no. where I got that one. Um, no, pulled that out of his ass. Um, no, I'm almost like a, almost like a Darren Sproles that like Sproles was a little guy, but he never took a big hit because he had enough yeah. maneuverability that like he knew when he was going to get hit to kind of adjust his body so that he didn't get absolutely destroyed. And you know who was like and, that? And then Steelers let him leave was Stefan Logan. Yeah, a little bit. Sproles is yeah. a little thicker up top, but I, I see think your point so. Sproles but, but, was yeah. way thicker through the bottom. Sproles had power. He did. Yeah. Tiny guy. Yeah. Eventually, by by the end of his career, but when he was a young guy coming out, like he was pretty slender. He was small and thin when he, he was when he smaller. First came out. Yeah, it was not yeah. small. But but like watching watching Calvin Austin mm-hmm. return I see punts, the analogy, yeah. watching him, you know, even on on offense. Like he's small, but he's not getting blown up by these guys. No, like no. he's he's putting himself even when he gets tackled in a you position know, where he's not I, like destroying his body. No, I know the, the I, yeah. I know the quarterback can't throw a slant, but like I would love to see like Calvin Austin catch a slant and go to the house because they I know had him on a crosser. I know. I know. If Kenny yeah. had yeah. like I, laid I, the ball I was out gonna, in front of him, I was going to bring this a, up earlier. I mean, I know yeah. we we want to hammer Matt Canada, and I agree. With everybody who says he sucks, as you guys know, he's fucking terrible. But there have been guys open that Kenny is missing, and it, it wasn't just Calvin Austin. He's missed Pickens open. He's missed Several a handful times. of guys open, and and he's leading the DBs with his eyes. Where the hell are the tight ends, by the way? I mean, great question. I, I, I mean, Casey will touch on one of them later. Friermuth's got two catches. Hayward's yeah. got a couple, if you want to call him a tight end. Washington's got nothing. The guy's got hands like catcher's mitts. I don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not suggesting that either of any of these guys has to and have 10 targets a game. Dar- but my does Darn Washington have a target yet? No. Uh, I don't believe so. He no. has lined up. He has lined up in the slot a handful of times, and, which I'm like, okay, here we go. This is and good. Right. Said, and nothing's I, happened. We all said, We all said this. Right after he was drafted, we said, "Wow, it would be really great because that guy, that guy could be like, could be a a, a a fucking game breaker. Like that guy is just so big, and you see all these nice catches and whatnot." And I said at the time, I said he reminds me of a bigger Jermaine Gresham, and they don't even throw the ball like because Matt Canada and, and like that's the thing. Matt, it's not all Matt Canada's fault, but Matt no, Canada no, is, no. is too dumb to fucking put a, I mean, put a play in for that guy. I'm telling yeah, you right now, the, too it, dumb. It, hey, I'm, Darnell, I'm, I'm one eight yards turn on a box out the linebacker. There's a eight yard. And game. here's the here's the here's the other funny part about this is that you could use him in the red zone, but we don't get into the red well, zone. So what, it, so what does it matter? Right, we didn't sniff the red zone. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Negative seven yards, negative seven net yards in the fourth quarter, and we and we were down, and we still won. That yeah. like you people don't understand how lucky that was 
And oh, I don't want to say, and I don't mean lucky. Lucky. Like, our okay. our defense can put up 14 points every week, Scarps. You're so <laughs> fucking wrong. Oh my god. What the fuck are you thinking? I'm just well, saying, man. Was, so, yes, it was incredibly fucking lucky. So this week <laughs> we go to Vegas. For you folks at home. We we know the history of the Steelers when they play out in the West. It hasn't been swell, um, but this is a, a night but game. Maybe, Ian, I know you want to comment here, so go ahead. Maybe here's, you know, here's what like I'll say. Niners coming across, maybe. Ben I've been on the horse of like Mike Tomlin teams are bad on the West Coast for a long time. But when no. I dug more into the data, Ben Roethlisberger sucked ass on the West Coast. But our only wins it in the Tomlin era in the Pacific time zone, who were our quarterbacks? Mike Vick Mike won Vick. in San Diego. Duck, Duck Hodges. Hodges won in San Diego. Arizona, so, too. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's mountain time. My bad. Sorry, that's yeah. mountain ah! time. My bad. But, but yeah. Yeah, but going to Pacific time, the only two wins in Tomlin's era were when Ben wasn't the quarterback. Are you suggesting that Mason Rudolph should get the start this week? We, no, 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 no. We've seen Mason Rudolph start a game in San Francisco, okay, oh, yeah, that was where guy, the right. defense gifted him with five fucking turnovers and he still lost. Still, yeah. No. Okay. All Fuck right. no. I thought I'd throw okay. that out there. That was fun. Uh, but but yeah, we're we're not good when we travel outside the Eastern Time Zone. It's it's not a pretty picture. Uh, no, it's not. And uh, you know, look though, I I I think we've talked about this. The the Steelers have an early buy that week six buy. They're they're gonna have this game. Then they go to the, the Texans, and then they've got the Ravens before they go into the buy. Uh, I, I I mean, they really 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 need two wins um yeah. in a row here going into that Baltimore game um and obviously it doesn't matter what our record is going into the bye it's not a make or break either way but man it does make a difference um do, do you guys expect heavy doses of of Josh Jacobs on Sunday night yeah i, I mean and McDaniel's Adams because we don't have anyone yeah, who can this, cover him this seems like you a, think this, well jen asked about Desmond King are we finally going to see him uh, has he picked up enough of the of the defense that, to be effective? I mean, they won't for they, Sullivan in in the nickel. They won't even they won't even give Joey Porter Jr. more snaps, and he's been there longer than Desmond King. Yeah, and, and I think we might see. Depending on, I I trust I I trust Desmond King over JPJ right now, honestly. But that said, you know th- there were a lot of people that felt that that Steelers fans, not like, you know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like draft experts, Steelers fans who were ranting about how, um, Joey Porter jr. Was a, a generational talent. Yeah, that's wrong. And, and <laughs> that we needed to get him out on the field as quickly as possible. No, don't we? No, he's not. He's, he's a nice prospect who, who could, if he, if he learns not to be so goddamn grabby, yeah, be, be a nice player. Like if, that, that fucking play where he was pulling on Cooper should have been a DPI. And if it hadn't been such a badly thrown ball, it would have been. Right? Yeah, I right. agree. It was a people's if, Jones. Okay. Yeah. yeah it it would have it been yeah. a DPI 19 times out of 20. They call it that way. He's, and honestly, I'm kind of surprised he didn't call it anyway, but I mean, he, he's hands. He was a really shitty Sean Watson. Oh yeah. Oh yes. It was a really, really <laughs> shitty. Throw. I want to get a sound effects machine. Damn it. Uh, yeah, he he grabs a lot, and we knew that coming out of college. He grabs and he pulls. Yeah, 
You and can't grab think... and pull. If you're going to grab, you got to grab the guy and hold. <laughs> you don't pull on him. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Uh, I think he also he also isn't the best tackler. Um, yeah, he's not terrible. I mean, I, you know. But yeah, I, I'm not. Cam Sutton was not a good tackler either, but he, mm-hmm. he managed to mm-hmm. work on it, and he became, like, competent. And, and, and Patrick Peterson. Look, man, I love you, dude. Shut up. Shut up, man. He's Makes fucking plays. dancing. Who's he dancing with? He was like dancing with one, one of the, the linemen players. or something, wasn't it? And like, like, yeah, and like, I'm just sitting there, be like, yeah, keep dancing, keep dancing, my man, dude. I'm so, ah, oh, dude. There's so many bums on this team. It's ridiculous. It is so bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering, depending on the health of our safeties, because both Minka and KZ missed practice. So far this week, if we see a little more of the Patrick Peterson safety alignment in certain Might situations, yeah, 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 it, which could put Joey Porter Jr. on the field. And uh, to his credit, I mean, the the first pass breakup he had early in the game, he was off that guy, made a really nice read, and, and came did. up. That was that was a really nice play. I got to give him props. Took yeah. advantage of the natural gifts he has been given, which is yes. long arms, which is something you can't long teach. arms and can't foot speed. It. You're right. That, yes. dude, that dude. Oh man, that can't that was it. that was a hell of a play. Yeah. Um, that that said, on the on the last play to Cooper, since Ben talked about it, yes, he was no, grabbing him. People's Absolutely. Jones or People's Jones. <laughs> this, right. People's this Jones. pointed out. Yeah, yeah I'm it's, just, uh, yeah, Amari thanks, People's Cooper Jones. I yeah. hope. Yeah. I hope that thanks, you would, Dave. I hope you will do the same for right. me. In my when when <laughs> I breeded state when, when in I your air. old age when you're when you're as old as Ben is um, <laughs> no, at any rate damn Ian I see you <laughs> at any rate the the one there thing there was he a bus so he threw me under it I get it that <laughs> yeah. happens that happens yeah. a lot on this show and we all do it to one another so it, it's fine it's fine the Ian? the thing I'll say for don't JPJ worry I'll get him back <laughs> is of course you will um you know he was holding him inside and that's yeah. what they always yeah. tell offensive linemen is if you're going to grab a guy inside. don't grab the outside of his jersey don't yep. grab his shoulder pads grab him in by his numbers because it's hard for the refs to see that and yeah the one reverse camera angle they had showed the little tug but he had him in you know inside the jersey he had his his chest area yeah that you know, he wasn't grabbing to the outside. So that's a harder call for a ref to make because he might not be able to see it from whatever angle he has. So, you know, if you're going to grab, that's probably the way to grab. No, I, I, I think the ref saw the pull. He saw it and he looked at the ball and said it wasn't catchable. And that was it. Yeah, I think that was a big the part end. of it. And it, to I mean, me, it's no, it's no different than the NBA in the final two minutes. Referees want you to make a play. Right. You know, they're, they're not just going to give you a call. You make, didn't make help a that damn the game play. was 10 years long already, too. Well, that, my God, was that not the longest damn game? Man, no, they've been longer, but that was pretty fucking bad. Not like a college game for crown. Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. Week one, that was a lot fucking longer game for me because it was over in the first quarter, and well, I had to watch the rest of the goddamn thing. Yeah. That fair. was just like, you know, oh, yeah, just keep making me eat shit over and over and over again. That's <laughs> fucking fantastic. What, week uh, one was not a fun week. Uh, I, I has Casey fully prepared by the way? 
Oh, Casey's ready to go, man. Oh, Casey's ready to go. Make sure. I just want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Ian, what are what are a couple of things you're looking for in this game coming up on on Sunday night? Another primetime game for the yeah. Steelers. Yeah, and I'm, I'm wearing my Sunday night football shirt. Too. Oh, good for you. Uh, he's, yeah. he's an NBC guy. So I think Ben hit on it early in the show. I mean, we got to run the ball. We got to stop the run. This is not a good Raiders team. No. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo likes to throw the ball between the numbers. He that's how he was in San Francisco. He's not great outside the numbers, but Devontae Adams is a really good receiver. So right. you're going to have to bracket Devontae with two guys um, and, and just yep. try and he's going to get catches, but you just got to limit what he can do. Yes. Um, and, and really, this comes down to where the Raiders have burned the Steelers before is with guys like Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro that operate really well between the numbers. And that was with Derek Carr. Now they have Jimmy Garoppolo, who loves to throw between the numbers, yep. but they don't have Waller anymore. So you got to find ways to to take away those throws or to drop guys into those passing lanes or something because he's going to try and work the middle of the field. He doesn't like throwing to the outside. He never true. liked throwing to the yeah. outside. Whereas the opposite is true for the Steelers. They got to use the middle of the field more. They got to force Oakland or Vegas or fuck whoever the Raiders are now, <laughs> Where, wherever they're located. LA. Thank LA, God yeah. they keep the same nickname. Yeah. Where, wherever the Raiders are, you got to force them outside the numbers. Whereas we got to work the middle of the field more because good things have happened when we've tried to yeah. work the middle of the field. You got to throw to the tight ends. You got to work Fryermuth in. And yeah, I understand last week they tried to use the tight ends to block the Browns' two edge rushers a little bit. Yeah. But, you know. But working the middle of the field also means Kenny has to execute those throws. Uh, and he hasn't been good throwing to the middle of the field yet, which is why he's throwing a lot to the outside. Yeah. And it's a lot of short and outside the numbers. And that's not a good recipe for yards after the catch or things like that. So, yeah, yeah. They got to get yards after the catch. Yeah. yeah. They got to get yards after the catch. They got to run the ball. They got to use the middle of the field. That's on offense. Yeah. On defense, obviously, they got to stop the run. You know, the Raiders, they're going to want to get Josh Jacobs going. Um, they got to find a way to limit Devontae Adams, and they got to force Garoppolo to throw outside the numbers and see what happens. Yeah, Ben, what are you what are you looking for this week? Hey, look, obviously, I I don't have any faith in Matt Canada or his passing schemes, and, and, and mm-hmm. the, the, it's been really, really bad this year. Like really, like he runs four receivers into the same area which also bunches up defensive personnel in that same area. And sometimes that's all well and good if you run them this way and then you have something going this way and the quarterback hits that guy. But we're not doing that often enough. Okay. Um, Typically what happens with the passing scheme is he runs curls or comebacks Mm -hmm. and the guy he's facing the quarterback when he catches it. And he's got 50% of the defense directly behind him when he catches the ball, just looking to limit his yak yards, which has been Matt Canada's hallmark the entire time he's been the offensive coordinator. He just sucks. sucks. He's just not, he's just not a very imaginative guy. I don't know how he got this job. (laughs) I don't know how he, I, I, you know, we can get into the whole thing. There, there was, there was a report before that, that, Art really wanted him to be the quarterback's coach and be added to the the staff <clears throat> to add to add a dimension to the offense. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was after he was hired. <clears throat> um, we need to see the Steelers stop bringing guys in 
as the OC apparent is what is the way I feel about it. I, like I, Glenn, I, Glenn Thomas, I I'm sorry. I I I don't know who the fuck this guy is he's from ASU. Don't give a shit. Um, he's getting Arizona coffee State. and donuts. Don't even worry yeah, about he, him. Sounds like a no, guy he's a, from he's, Hill Street he's Blues. A, he's a senior defensive assistant. I don't know what the fuck his job is, what exactly he does, but um, yeah. the dude is um, is is in there. And Mike Sullivan, what we need is a new voice, in my opinion, along the offense. But this week, getting back to this, yeah, I've yeah. already talked about it. They got to run the ball. They got to run the ball. Just keep it fucking simple. Run the ball, stop the run. And then the Steelers have got to stop two guys to win this game. Two. Devontae Adams, tall fucking order. Max Crosby, you're going to have to double him, chip him, Mm -hmm. stunt around him, do something. Run at him so that he's he's spooked about the fact that he's going to overrun the play. Um, That guy is a player. I'd love to he have. Is. I'd love he to is. have a Max Crosby on the Steelers. That dude is a. He's a player. Yep. Big. The great big story. He's a great guy. story too. He, he is. Over, he is. Oh, you know Darren Waller as well. Even though the Giants are ass, but yeah. um, you know overcome addiction and 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 they're really. <laughs> this people, you know. this is a great point by Jen here. Yeah. If Matt he Canada doesn't, doesn't scheme one on one with Spillane, let the chance break out again. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it, he's not if, wrong. No, no, she's right. She's right. But I mean, who? You also have to have a stupid defensive coordinator who who doesn't match guys outside in when he's 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 looking at a situation like that. Okay, so yeah, you can line up a a Jalen Warren against a Robert Spillane, and Warren's going to win. There's no question. But you know, you can't get a, a number one wide receiver against. Robert Spillane because they're going to change the coverage because they're not that dumb. So you mean we can't get George Pickens against Robert Spillane? No. Like other teams got, you know, Jarvis Landry against Robert Spillane? Jarvis Landry against, um, against, uh, not just Robert Spillane. Williams is what we've yeah. spoken to. That, that You can blame Matt Cannon all you want, but the fact of the matter is that Kenny Pickett has missed open receivers yeah. he has I, I, and, I mean, and why is that truth. because because Pickett can't stay in the pocket and i get that the pockets yep. suck yep. and now he's spooked even when he has a clean pocket he goes outside of it um he's trying to throw on the run and yeah. he is seeing ghosts mm-hmm. and his footwork is terrible terrible yeah. mechanics, mechanics fundamentals really yes poor. and what happens yeah. when you get into that fight or flight mode you go back to muscle memory. You go back to the things that you, that work yeah. for you, yeah. not the things you practiced all year in the off season to clean your mechanics up and make it perfect. You go back to muscle memory because that's what got you here. And Kenny's got to get his shit together. I mean, he he's, does. He's he's culpable. There's no question. I'm not saying that he's he's being put in a good position. Um, and I, I'll emphasize this point again to you: bad calls can be made and bad execution can happen simultaneously and mm-hmm. that is what is going on with our offense right now matt maybe canada, getting uh, yeah matt canada yeah. is terrible the offensive line not good kenny pickett not good maybe not getting good. away from home will be good for him i, you I know, hope so it's, it's hard to say i did um, i did i, I did want to bring one thing up tomlin mentioned that they were changing their travel routine oh they were they were changing some things up to try to 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 
to see some different results this Interesting. year. Really? Yes. Okay. I don't know exactly what that entails yet. We'll find this out later on this week. Now, uh, uh, speaking of travel arrangements, you are scheduled to be in Sin City, oh, aren't you, uh, Ben? No, I had to scrap that. I'm in Arizona for the weekend. Had to scrap that. Okay. All right. Just checking. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, all right. And uh, I do expect to see a big contingent, but uh, let's get to the predictions, gentlemen. The Steelers and Raiders will hook up uh, Sunday night after Carrie Underwood does her thing. Does she still do her thing? I don't even watch the I predict that ESPN, I'm sorry, no, it's and, NBC. NBC now, here's will, a guy. will be, will be um, regretful that this is the matchup that they have. It's two bad teams. Really? You think so night. that early, huh? Okay. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to be very regretful of the fact that these are the teams because you got two bad teams going against one another. We'll see. You, you uh, do. Scarps, you want to go first? Yeah, that way, that, that gives you time to warm up for Casey. Thank you. Um, Not a beer again. Fuck. So, just want to. I just want to be uh, candid with our our viewers. Uh, we are all one and one, just as the Steelers are right now with our yep. predictions. Um, yes, we are. And the Raiders had a really high opening week. Division win against yeah. uh, a team that was getting a lot of love, the Broncos, because yep. of Sean Payton. And then they went to Buffalo and just got smacked around. Um, to me, I'm nervous because this seems like a get-right game for the Raiders. Ooh. Josh Jacobs is the uh, reigning uh, league rusher <laughs> that has struggled. Mm -hmm. uh, Devontae Adams needs no, as Tom would say, needs no endorsement from me. Uh, and and the Raiders also have Jacoby Myers, former Patriot. And I, I saw this the other night uh, about Hunter Renfro. He hasn't had a lot of uh, catches, mm -hmm. but that is a guy that um, could be a thorn in the side. Every oh, time sure. we play, the last four times uh, we've played on the road against the Raiders, we've lost in every game. I tweeted this earlier this week. Every, every game has been weird. Yes, and, uh, plays. Um, and and I'm going to be real about it. I, I'll pick the Steelers to beat the Texans next week, but I'm not going to beat it. I'm not going to pick them this week to beat the Raiders. I just think there's a lot of history against us. Okay. I think this is a, perhaps a mutiny, if you will, against Matt mutiny. Canada. A mutiny. A mutiny and, I mean, on the bounty. I mean, we're talking about Raiders, right? I mean, uh, I see what uh, you're doing there. Yeah. And I am going to go Raiders. And here's the other thing. Daniel Carlson is so much better than Chris Boswell. I'm going to go Raiders 26, Steelers Whoa. 20. Okay. Huh? Scarps, uh, just I don't think how many points are going to be scored, but all right. He's picked against the Steelers. I'm picking the weeks. under on this, uh, this just, game. Uh, Actually, ben, go ahead. Ben, what? Uh, I, I I am concerned about the Steelers' um, history on the West Coast. Unlike Ian, um, I'm I'm concerned with the fact that historically East Coast teams do not play well on the West Coast. Yep. Coming on a short week, um, it's two bad teams. I agree with Scarps as I pointed out earlier that that the the Raiders are going to try and get Josh Jacobs going this week against a team that has not defended the run well, that being the Steelers. Um, and that 
he's going to get 100 yards on us this week, which is going to make it really, really difficult to win the game. So I, I think it'll be a close one because I, I don't think that either one of these defenses are very good. Uh, I don't think that either one of the offenses are very good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so I I got it. Uh, uh, ra- uh, fucking Raiders. Wow. 17. Steelers, 16. Oh, oh, that's two for the Raiders. Ian. Steelers, 19 to 13. All right. Wow, he doesn't even hesitate. He I hope you're right. To the score. Uh, I don't know. It's a ugly, weird game. Yeah, we don't play well on the West Coast, but we always play well in prime time. And and I don't know. It's so, just, it's it's ugly. It's weird. Yeah. So and that is exactly where I'm going. That stadium is a beautiful new stadium, and it's going to look wonderful with a bunch of terrible towels twirling. I will also take the Steelers this week. I'm going 20 to 16 Steelers. I don't know Excellent. how they're going to do it, but they're going to do it. That's win ugly, baby. Just win, baby, like Just Al Davis win, always baby. said. Just win. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our traditional end of show with the late, great Mr. Casey Kasem. <laughs> Casey's coast to coast, American top 40. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the week that was September 21st, 1971. Our favorite correspondent, Ryan, is once again back with us this week, and he writes, Dear Casey, Despite Alex Ismith's pick six on the first play of the game, I just knew the Steelers' defense would have to make another splash play to win. And as Highsmith turned that corner and strip-sacked Deshaun Watson, yes, I said strip-sacked, <laughs> And that ball popped out. Yes, I said ball popped out. And TJ scooped it up. And there was nothing but green grass between him and the end zone. I was hornier than Lauren Boebert at a Beetlejuice musical. (laughs) We come for your daughter, Chuck. That's right, Casey. It took two defensive touchdowns for the Steelers to seal the game. They might have needed three if it wasn't for a long passing touchdown to George Pickens. I went back and looked at that play, Casey. You see, the Browns safety bit on a Pat Fryermuth crosser, which opened up the middle for Pickens. I have no idea why the Browns safety bit on that, because Muth sucks. He's a non-factor. I mean, you could have had Creed Humphrey twice, but instead you drafted a running back out of Alabama That's as slow as Forrest Gump while he was wearing the leg braces. And a tight end out of Penn State that can't block. But hey, it's cool. You get to see Najee Hurdle and Stiff Arm, and we get to scream, move. That's way more important than solidifying the center position. Oh, that's right. We have Mike Webster. I'm sorry. We have Mason Cole. He also sucks. (laughs) Casey, it feels like 2019 all over again. The defense must play lights out or close to it, and you pray that the offense can do something with it. The sad part is, this offense, on paper, is much better. I'd hate to go back to 2019, though. We'd have to relive the pandemic. Two weeks to flatten the curve? More like, it's been two weeks, and Canada still sucks. (laughs) The whole offense, minus Pickens, is trash. That preseason Kool-Aid tasted so good, though. But I know this, Casey. 
we won't get fooled again. Well, Ryan, you're in for a treat. Staying at number 15 this week, here's the Who off their album, Who's Next, with Won't Get Fooled Again. <laughs> I did not see a Lauren Boebert reference coming tonight. Uh, that kudos, Kool-Aid was friend. refreshing. It really that was, was very delicious, yeah. I, I'm really missing that Kool-Aid. I, oh, man. It was so good. I really I, liked uh, it. I have to tell you guys, during my travels last week uh, through Western PA and, and Ohio and everything else, uh, on Sirius Radio, they actually replay old American Top 40 shows. And so I was listening to one from like 1975, and I, I think I laughed for like 30 miles straight because I kept picturing Scarps doing the voice. And uh, oh man, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, again, thank you to everybody. We uh, are so appreciative of uh, no, Mark does not love Ohio, Aaron. Um, Appreciative of everybody that jumps on with us every single week. You guys are awesome, and we love everybody that jumps on at your own convenience, whether to watch us on the YouTube or watch us, or excuse me, listen to us at your convenience. Yeah, but uh, thanks so much. Make sure you visit the site uh, at SteelCityBlitz.com and, of course, all the social medias and all that stuff. And thanks to Variety Sport Network as well. They do a tremendous job, and they're growing rapidly, so make sure you give them a shout as well. So for these guys, this is me signing off on the SCB Steelers Podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. And the Browns are still the fucking Browns. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>